We got just a couple of quick announcements for diving into this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. What an amazing weekend. Thank you guys so much for coming out and supporting uh, Halfling High, the Second Breakfast Club with Ann Richmond as our GM. Uh, what a what a just a, a great time. Uh, thank you guys for your generous donations. We ended up busting our goal by a couple hundred bucks, uh, raising over $400 for, uh, for Project Hope uh, in order to support those who are affected by the things happening over in Ukraine right now, support families, support medical, those who need medical attention uh, and otherwise. So thank you, thank you, thank you to, uh, to those who came out. We were able to give away some amazing dice uh, to a, a viewer um, who was there. So we're so excited to get those out. Um, and what a freaking fun time. I mean, the, the story was fantastic and we just cannot uh, thank Anne enough for her professionalism. Uh, and being able to create such a fun, freaking dope story that we got to trounce through as little halflings. We're going to have the VOD available for those who couldn't make it. I know there was plenty out there who were uh, busy that, that Saturday evening. So we'll have it up available on YouTube. You can check it out on our YouTube channel over uh, at Basically Good Podcasts. Uh, YouTube channel. Uh, and uh, again, thank you all who came out to support such a, a great cause. Uh, we have Starfinder episode 20 coming up this week. It'll be dropping this Thursday on the Basically More podcast. So keep your eyes peeled. Uh, the following week will be released on the Bangarang Gang feed. Um, it's a good one. These uh, We recorded uh, just uh, last week, a couple episodes. So we're very excited to see where the things are going there. So go take a listen. We're about $60 a month away from hitting our goal and helping us release our new Delta Green show uh, that will be on the Basically More podcast. So uh, head on over there. You can check out patreon.com slash basically good podcast to see all the options available, the great benefits that come along with it for just $5 a month. You can catch uh, extended pre-pods as well as uh, our one-shot content on, on a podcast format uh, that we are legally allowed to post there. Uh, so go check it out. Uh, great, great things available over there at patreon.com slash the basically good podcast. Uh, we have some projects that are finally coming to fruition. It's just been a really busy time for a lot of our artists that we utilize, uh, and we, they are wrapping up the final details. So we will have some very fun things to share with you here very, very soon. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled on all of our social platforms. Basically, GPod on Twitter, basically, good pod on Instagram. Uh, and if you have not done so yet, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps our reach tremendously. Uh, so thank you so much for those who have done it already and for those who are going to go take a look over there. Thank you. Uh, it helps It helps us grow. We're in a time when we are just so excited to grow and get the show out in front of more people. So thank you for all you do for us. Last but not least, we want to give it up for our patron of the week, Evan Online. Evan Online has been a supporter for a super, super long time. And uh, we we love having Evan pop in every once in a while. Um, Evan created some amazing videos back in the day. We shared a, quite a bit of them while he was producing them uh, on a more frequent basis. Uh, Evan, thank you so much for, for your uh, your support, for your attention, uh, for supporting the show. Uh, it means the world to us. Uh, that is all the announcements that I have for this week. Please enjoy this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. We open to a now quiet eighth floor of Tencent Tower, smoke still billowing out of the room where Grau lays unconscious, and we kind of zoom out a bit to see faculty and students, even townspeople kind of slowly walking up to see what's the matter of this abandoned, to their knowledge, abandoned tower. And we zoom in through the gaping hole in the alchemist room. 
down the hallway and we see Aaron, Kaleri, Urkel, and Frizzigig standing over these golems and dead alchemists. Who's not dead? Sound off. <laughs> As I light up a match. <laughs> uh, are, okay, question. Are the uh, invisible, you said they're invisible. Do they become visible after an amount of time? Can it be like rubbed off or is it like a spell? Yeah, I'll, I mean, after, um, I can't remember how many, I don't think, I think it's like one minute is the trade-off. Okay. Uh, but yeah, after about a minute, slowly you see the invisibility goes away to reveal um, just kind of the, the, the triad agents you've encountered before. And they are wearing kind of robes and just covered in alchemical um, uh, vials and poisons and things of that sort. I see. And actually, I take that back. Frizz is actually, now that I got the map pulled up, Frizz, you're not in the room. You are in the room uh, to the east where you are joined by Nolly, who is awake. And she is currently finally prying off the manacles uh, from the furniture of all of these halfling bellflower agents. But in front of you, getting up from a bed that he was shackled to, we see Lictor Sabinus. Yeah, I just brought him up. Yeah. And he says, <clears throat> what, what, what's going on? And he's, I guess actually he is still shackled, right? Um, and like looking over at yeah. Nolly and everybody sees you and says, you, the goblin from before, um, what's going on? And he starts like kind of pulling out his shackles. Hey, just take it easy. I'll get those off of you. Pull it on them. Don't make it. Put, put your hands down. Jeez. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, I, we're, uh, your rescue squad. <laughs> Rescue heroes, if you will. He uh, slowly looks at you and then Nolly and says, uh, uh, Are there more of you? Have have these slavers been dispatched? Um, Unless there's any more of them hiding in the corners, uh, suckling on invisibility potions, I think we're good. <laughs> The rest of the crew is out. <laughs> disgusting. Yuck. <laughs> it is disgusting. Um, no, just, um, just imagine, imagine just putting a rubber nipple on all of your potions, <laughs> like the That's bottle terrible. from uh, Hercules. So you put yes, it over yeah. the poison bottle. That's yeah. Up. So bad. No. Um, <laughs> Mama. Mama. <laughs> Uh, all immediate threats have been taken care of, but we need to leave as soon as we can. And Frizzigate is, yeah, working on the the manacles. Awesome. Um, okay, yeah, cut back out to, as, as Frizz is, like, disabling device, um, we cut over to Kaleri, Urkel, and Aaron. Uh, are you guys in pretty rough shape, or I can't remember where your health's at. Are you guys pretty low? Uh, I'm doing great. I got 40. I'm okay. Okay. Two thirds. It, it was a long combat, so I don't know where everyone's at. But yeah, what are what are you guys doing at the moment? I I am going to be going around being trusty nurse Aaron and applying any medical attention that needs to happen 
as I also need my own medical attention. So I see. So you go in the room where um, Nolly yes. and Frizz are. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You you go in and Woo, as you start <laughs> as you start you know offering your services, um, you see all of the halflings in here. Um, they seem to be in the same state as the dock workers in the other room that were being kind of bullied by the other two triad agents, which, yeah, it's been three episodes, but we should remember there are two triad agents that are um, tied up, up, gagged and bound, still alive. Um, So, but yeah, these are in the same condition where you see like HP wise, they're not really suffering. but they just don't seem fully there. They seem pretty, uh, actually, uh, go ahead and give me a medicine check. Drugged, they're drugged. Or some kind of spell maybe. In shock. They're traumatized. Trom. Big trom. Trom trom. damage. (laughs) I crit. Yo! I crit. Nice, okay. For a 40. You see that it appears they are all under the effect of a substance that you don't know the name of. Um, but I mean, it I has crit. to be... DC 56. Correct. But um, you see... But you're. But I'm saying, like, you can see the effects of what's wrong with them, but uh-huh. you don't necessarily know the name of the source. Uh-huh. It's that rare of a source. Okay. Um, not but you see... They they appear to be under the effect of some kind of a hallucinogen is what you would uh, see, but they all are fatigued, enfeebled for, and oh stupefied for, including <clears throat> Sabinus. And yeah, like as he was saying before, but for as, as you're kind of like, he he wakes up and he has that adrenaline rush, but as you're kind of undoing the manacles. He doesn't seem like the guy you were kind of working on before. He's like, he's trying his best to kind of put up a facade, but this guy is like obviously super weak and just like, uh, what's going on? And like maybe mm-hmm. even asking the same question twice, yeah. you know? Hmm. Um, but yeah, they are suffering from fatigued, enfeebled for, stupefied for. Well, can I try something out then? Yeah. As I used neutralized poison on myself earlier, I would like to drain bonded item and use neutralized poison on him. And if it's not a poison, then you know nothing will happen. But okay, Good idea. Uh, give me a uh, counteract <gasps> check. Do, 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 do. Uh, thirty-three. That is a success, I believe. What happens on a success? says, you pour your healing magic through the target and attempt to cure one poison afflicting it, attempt to counteract, check to, against the poison. So does okay, the so poison if you, say any counteract? If you say, it doesn't, yeah, that's what I was wondering. I didn't know if it completely... Counteract the target if it's counteract levels is no more than one level higher than your effects counteract level. Okay. Um, I just didn't know if it like reduced it by a stage uh-huh. or if it completely neutralized it. Uh, but you got a 30 what? Three. Okay, that's what I thought. So that's actually based on the level of this toxin. That is a critical success uh, on the dot, actually. So um, Double crit you power. critically succeed, uh, succeed. And 
after, you know, a few seconds, Sabinus, like his eyes kind of give uh, the like blurry vision and, and milky eyes and his strength seems to kind of come back and he comes to and he says, my, my uh, many thanks, young elf. I, it was not in my right mind. They, when they brought us here, they threw some dust into our faces and ever since then, everything's been blurry. Yeah, you definitely look like you were tripping balls. <laughs> Put something in my tea when we went to the coffee house. <laughs> that sounds kind of cool. Well, <laughs> we got a bunch of other ball trippers in the, here. The, and the coffee house. What? What? What happened? Everyone's I... dead. No, I'm just kidding. We we saved it. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good, dude. Ah, just kidding. I see. I I must have been hallucinating because I I saw the ghost of the mayor of this town. Oh yeah, that part that was real. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he uh, he chopped off my hand. Oh, a ghost. I will off be your suing hand. your department for full uh, compensation. You're gonna have to, Dr. Fitzroy at the front desk. He handles legal. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, at this time, uh, Nolly kind of is is uh, has another halfling that's like kind of draped over her shoulder, and she carries her over. And uh, you guys recognize this as Laria from what Nolly told you, and she says, "Yes, my coffee shop." Uh, my my coffee shop is every your you did you uh the ghost your coffee shop is in shambles and there's blood everywhere just gonna <laughs> shoot you straight we <laughs> took care of that ghost though the ghost is gone we did not clean up the blood no it is a mess that's not our job i see not you have Nolly, to put a tomato I in a blender it looks kind of like that <laughs> Nolly, I'm sorry, but I must leave this party. My, I, I have duties at the coffee house. And Nolly says, no, no, you don't. Laria, you need to sit down and we got to figure out. Aaron, what, what did you do? What's, what's going on with her? She's Magic. not talking right. She is under what we call drugs. Now, when you're <laughs> under drugs, you're pretty bad at doing pretty much everything. And I'm going to just say... Unless it's making music. <laughs> it, it can be kind of fun. However, <laughs> it does not make for good work. So what she should do is probably just rest it off. I don't have the kind of magic where it can mass unhigh people, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Aaron, you've been I, hanging out with those boys at the... Uh... The, the Illusion Academy too much. Hey, the fold. Those un, guys are un crazy. People, you know? <laughs> um, Did he pick up a mass unhigh people spell? Maybe last time he was there. I, maybe, you no, definitely maybe. have a scroll of mass unhigh at some point. So. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> Did I? it's just a giant rolling paper as he un un undoes the scroll. 
Um, it's just a vacuum. Okay, but no. Uh, the um, Nolly says, "All right, um, yeah, just take it easy, Laria, and and the rest of you. We'll we'll get everything sorted out. Um, Jal, take care of everything outside. I don't want to, I don't want to traumatize them all, you know, on the way out. Oh, it's still a battlefield up there. There are dead okay. bodies and dead golems. Would that freak yeah, them okay. out? Got the charisma party in there. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, you're talking to the wrong two, just to be honest. <laughs> it is a mess. Probably, should probably close their eyes. It's, we're kind it's of the bad, quirky ones, like, quote unquote. <laughs> we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here right now. They're just going to have to um, close their I'll eyes see. and march. All right. Um, out the window. <laughs> and Imagine, Fritz. Imagine. <laughs> it is worth mentioning that... Uh, an unconscious Sidrani Vashner still is also kind of like shackled to a bed. Does um, she have the cape on her? Uh, she does not, which if you remember correctly, she didn't have the cape because if she gave her a cape, she probably wouldn't go to jail. Um, she just zip zap out of there. But uh, True. if you remember, Sabinus actually had it in his pack. He confiscated it. So um, Does he, does yeah, he have his pack with him now? Uh, well, now that he's not. of clear mind Dang and feeling it. better, it's going to be a lot harder to get that off of him. He I does not have his him. pack with and him. I'm pissed at Chance. Oh, he doesn't uh, have the pack on him. Chance. Yes. While this is all going on, um, are you going to pan back to Urkel and I? At yeah, I was like, or should I, I go ahead and back. take... Oh, take... I thought I, I assumed you guys were in there. My bad. Uh, oh, but no, yeah, just we, Aaron. Uh, just Aaron. Yeah, Aaron goes in there. Yeah, we pan over to Urkel and Claire. What are you guys doing while all of this is taking place in the room next to you? Well, Claire is quite more beat up than I remember because it's been a minute since we've actually gotten oh, to geez. play. Um, Claire's at 40 of 146 hit points, so she's looking oh. rough. Um, but we she kind of has been bracing herself against the wall um, after kind of we dealt with the last golem. Pushes herself up. It's kind of holding her side. Looks over at Urkel and uh, says, <coughs> "You, you doing all right over there, old orc?" Yeah, just a few kinks in the back, but uh, nothing that I haven't dealt with before. Um, and he's gonna reach into his bag and pull out. I think I have two left. Okay, um, I do think it's worth mentioning that this is this scene's happening with Urkel and Kaleri and Aaron like cracks knuckles like we will we will nurse Aaron and just walks right past mm -hmm. both of you <laughs> well we're both, we're, like stable. we're both stable no like, I know yeah, I know yeah, I just good. think it's a funny it's a funny thing but yeah what do you do um, with, uh, I'm gonna whip out two moderate healing potions one for me one for Kaleri <laughs> Jackson's pissed <laughs> we don't have to drink them it's more for flavor of like oh you know you want to sip on this <laughs> numb the pain we still have a quarter bottle of old law whiskey. Pour Headshot. Drink. You've had a quarter bottle for, for months. Since season one. Yeah. Um, but uh, I want to mosey over to the window. That's exactly what I was going to do. Okay, cool. So we're, we're We do it together. We come to, yeah, yeah we, lean, we lean out. What do we see? Is it a collective of people at the bottom of the tower? I'm going to talk to uh, the academics. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you guys go over. I'm assuming you're talking about the the room with the busted out wall. Yeah, whatever. That, so yeah. we could just kind of see a good view. 
yeah, you you go into the room, Growl and uh, Bogey are slumped over, passed out, uh, no longer sizzling with acid. And you look down and yeah, you do see uh, small groups of like four or five people slowly start making their way. Um, and then eventually kind of far off in the distance, you might even see a couple uh, guards, okay. you know, leading a pack of villagers into the into the campus. Yeah, I think I'm going to um, reach down and grab Growl and kind of throw him over my left shoulder. Um, turn to Urkel and first say, Urkel, is this, is this codeine? This is some good stuff. But anyway. That's some good stuff. Yeah, I really <laughs> hit the spot. Um, <laughs> Kaleri's been doing drugs this whole time. What? <laughs> no. Instant no. pain relief. <laughs> Uh, I've been at 40 HP all all <laughs> season three. No, yeah, when I go into a rage, I don't actually get mad. I just take drugs and I can't feel the pain of battle. Shoot up, Mort. How'd you not <laughs> right, notice? Right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm a heroine. <laughs> but um, <laughs> wait, do I have a? I gotta have a. You gotta, gotta be, have a. I gotta a have a. One second. There's gotta be a. Oh, y'all can't hear sad. that because that's not on. Because my voice is on a fart Discord. sound. It was funny. Okay. You just laugh. Just laugh. Laugh track. Ha ha. <laughs> anyway, uh, I refuse. We should probably let the others know about the crowd that's forming. If they were able to get Sabinus up and hopefully he's coherent, then I'm sure he'll be able to talk our way out of this. But I don't really feel like dealing with civilians right now. Yes, I had the similar concern, um, and not to mention, Clary, if we <clears throat> have a member of law enforcement here, I doubt that we'll be able to get enough of, enough time with Grau to get what we want, and it really does limit our options. And he's going to reach into his bag, and he's going to pull out another vial of whatever color liquid it is, and he's going to say, do you want to stay here with Grau? and I will try to usher the lictor down to the people to speak about what has happened here. And if you give Grau this, he will spill his beans and I'm gonna pass over a, or hold up at least a truth potion <gasps> that I have. Very Yo, cool. yo, okay. Um, we have to wake him up first. Right, I'm saying that I don't know if we're gonna get time with him, right? Like right, if the right. lictor comes in and is like, he needs to go straight to jail, you know? I, I We may not get enough time to, to interrogate. It's more of a, if lictor buys it and it's like, we need someone downstairs right away, you know, to, uh, to to address the people. And then we have a little bit of time up here to to make it happen. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Um, and she's gonna take the truth potion um, and I guess it's like one of those cure mods that we didn't actually use. You want me to just use that on him so he'll wake up? Dude, heck yeah. How does every okay, pause. Um, How does everybody else feel about interrogating like one person doing it? Does everybody want to be here for this? Because we don't have to do this. Uh, I think Frizzigate probably wants to be there. Just like there's some weird cultural history going on. Or right. we can just try to convince Sabinus to go down by himself, and then we can all stay up here and have time with him. 
like go go intercept the crowd for us kind of thing right right because that's super important i think he would assume yeah, that that is important also like a to cop. address like hey everything's okay it's under control we're getting to the bottom of it you know blah 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 hmm so clary you i believe you last said you were holding growl mm-hmm. uh what's what's the plan also yeah again you're in you're in what appears to be like some kind of a bedroom and there's all kind of alchemical tools, books, papers, a desk, everything, you know. There's a lot of, I'll just say this, it's hard because there's a lot of NPCs in this tower, there's a lot of bodies to loot, there's a lot of rooms to search, and going out how we do everything matters. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to like draw everyone's attention to those those ideas. And there's even a room you guys haven't even been inside. Yeah. Right. Right. So, okay, so here's what I here's what I propose. So Zach, you're gonna go talk to the lictor and try to get him to mm-hmm. go downstairs and calm the crowd. Mm-hmm. I will start the process of interrogating interrogating Growl. Yeah. Let and then like just in case he doesn't go talk to the crowd, and then you all just join me whenever you can. And right. then I would even be okay with taking turns. One person or two people are talking to Growl, and then like the rest of us are looting or exploring. Is that okay with you all? Yeah. I think yeah. Aaron's cool with being on <clears throat> team loot because uh, magic checks. And I don't think yeah. Aaron has any tight, like emotional bonds to grow in any type of way. Right. I've got yeah. a couple of questions I want to ask him very specifically, yeah. but like other than that, like I'd be fine to hand it over to Urkel and Frizz once I got here so I could come with you, Aaron. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. right, so I'll questions. go over. All right, first thing, so Urkel, you drop that you kick the bag over, um, mm-hmm. kind of hide it out of view, and then you walk into the room with Aaron and Frizz. Um, so, Sabinus, there's this hobgoblin outside. You <laughs> probably don't want to question him. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah, Urkel is going to put on his best panicked, nervous face and walk in rather quickly and look around the room for Sabinus and say, when he catches his eyes with him, say, thank the gods you're awake. I need you to come with me quickly. There is a mass of people around the tower downstairs. Uh, they're gonna need some sort of leader, uh, people, someone they respect to t- tell them that everything is under control. The threat's been neutralized, Lictor. Um, we just need to calm the people. Uh, tensions are high, you know this better than anyone. Um, with lots of attacks randomly happening around town, it's best that we get ahead of this. Come with me. <laughs> he uh, he kind of looks around the room, holds out a hand. Don't worry, I'm fit for this role. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he gets up. <laughs> he says, "I will speak to the people." Quite now. talented uh, orator. I of course. Know. Why didn't I think of that? You're the perfect man for the job. Uh, you know, well, actually, you I know did that... uh, debate in high school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that reminds I me. I took speech. That reminds me of like the idea of like the uh, the stepfather has his moment to like do something good for the family, and he's like, "I can, I, I can do this job. This is me. I'll be." I the need good to do this. this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> perfect. Also, I'm imagining it, from his point of view, it's like. Went to a coffee house, got his shit rocked, got drugged, <laughs> got thrown in. So he's like, I'm going to look like a hero here. Yes, you know? and that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm You need to let the public know that it is all under control, and you're going to get yeah. the pat on the back, and we're going to yeah. maybe throw a hobgoblin out the window. We'll see. Yeah. 
<laughs> says, um, now, have all the threats been neutralized? I heard quite a ruckus outside. As he just said that, he said <laughs> all the threats were neutralized, word for word. Oh, as far I'm, as we're sorry, concerned. some. I think this medicine. I don't think your no, magic. No, I got it well. completely out with my spell. <laughs> no, I really think. Uh, <laughs> do not. Doubt I'm gonna. My magic. I'm gonna back up as they're talking and run back into the room and say, "Lictor, thank God you're awake." <laughs> Start over. He's very, He's like, very confused. Wait, hold now. on. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he is going to to get up and. Um, is gonna go with you to address the crowd. Uh, Nolly approaches you, Urkel, and says, I, I think it's best we we get all these people out of this tower. I don't know what, you know, what with it rigged to explode and all, I, I, I think we gotta get all these people out, out of here. Absolutely. Um, um, Lictor, can you find your way down yourself? I'll help Nolly. Yes, yes. Uh, and he kind of takes off and, and walks down. I'll join um, you shortly. And Nolly gets kind of the the uh, the band of halflings together. Um, you know, they they help uh, Sidrani, you know, carry her out. Uh, and then all the dock workers, I imagine they're now that the everything's kind of quieted down, they come back out um, and follow the halflings. They're probably actually helping Sidrani as well. Um, but yeah, so after about a minute or two, they all start going down the stairs. The only people on the top floor now are Urkel. I guess, yeah, I guess the four of you guys. And then the two unconscious people. Still tied to their oh, beds. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the four of you, unconscious people, everyone else setting down. Okay. And then uh, unconscious Growl. Yeah. Back to back to the room with Growl and Kaleri. Kaleri uh, is going to feed Growl both the truth potion and also the moderate healing potion. Chance. Wait, okay. uh, before you do that, uh, Frizzy Gig is, is going to walk over there and uh, he's, like, he's just going to smack Growl uh, right <laughs> across the mouth. He's good. Does he start? He goes to dying for <laughs> and uh, dies. explodes. And we all explode. <sighs> Not lethally, of yes. course. Yeah, yeah, thematically. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, he Open just, hand. He just sla- like he just slaps him, and uh, for the like very like somber, like serious. Don't tell me what I did that. <laughs> and he Kaleri goes and stands nods. across. Yeah. Um. She okay. So it. the f- the Frizzy four looks, of you looks extremely upset right now. I want to say that. Yeah. The four of you kind of walk uh, through the main corridor, the the um, the central corridor room that all of the other bedrooms branch off on this floor. And yeah, you you do notice there is still one door that is uh, closed that has a lock on it. Uh, mm-hmm. That's right adjacent from the room with Growl. But you guys walk past it and are now standing in that room. Uh, one of the walls is uh, obviously just blown out. Growl is unconscious. And yeah, all of his, it appears to be where he has conducted personal projects and things mm-hmm. of that nature. But yeah, yeah, what do you want to do? You want to use the truth potion and then the healing. Um, I need to get the stats on the on the truth. What does it exactly yeah, it's, do? It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty weak. So I'm. He's a freaking alchemist that drinks potions all day. So I don't know if he'll actually do it. I just um, had a thought. We probably oh, yes. should have told 
Lictor Sabinus that there is a bomb worth of gunpowder on the first floor. Yeah, can we just say it that is, we told it him that? It is disabled, but yes. Yeah, yeah can we, can okay. We you say can say that we told him that. <laughs> yes, that's, that is fine. Okay, good. Um, that is true, yes. Okay, yeah, so uh, it is only, it's a DC 19 will save. Um, uh, and, yeah, DC 19 will save. Yeah, and I'll just tell you that I mean, growl. This is a level six item, growl's level um, ten or eleven, uh, but Will is his lowest save, so we'll see how that. Oh no that, way, dude! Yeah. Okay. He. Uh, it's very low will. Will and wisdom, I should say. So. Um, okay, so you heal him. Can I cast and then fear I on him will... first? <laughs> Demoralize. You're worth yeah. nothing, boy. Actually, that's you not bad. You could. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We should demoralize or fear. What are you saying? Well, yeah. I was saying the spell fear, but the point is that it would demoralize him or it would frighten oh, okay. him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll wait until Urkel's in there to demoralize him at that point. Wait, frightened stacks, right? I think so. It does when yeah. it comes from different. Uh, yeah, no, it does. It does. But, but. It, it's only for a round, right? Like it slowly uh, dissipates, so it's not going to be this like lasting effect. Well, all we other need, than all it, we can work, scare the crap on the out save. of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All we and need is for for six seconds for him, him to, to drink to, the potion. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. You, well, then in that case, I think we should li like. Oh, hey, uh, no, people see. I was like, we should hang him out the window. <laughs> <laughs> we should just like yell at him. That's the demoralize. It's like, and then you go. drop him, and then he explodes and, and he kills explodes. all those people. And, and, and then the bomb explodes, so. and we all die too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whew, never mind. You know what? What if? Okay, but that. I could do. I could use my fear spell. I could just put I my hand good. on his head, and then put. It says you plant fear in the target just magically. You just put a seed of doubt okay. that grows it, into fear in his deep amygdala and it just okay. tears him okay. apart okay we the to, amygdala. We to, we've got to rp this so physicate yeah. comes he... in the room first slaps growl before i do anything then aaron and urkel also come into the room i look back at them i nod and i'm gonna pour the the potion in his mouth to heal him so he okay, wakes he's up he's laying he's currently laying on the ground tied with rope Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna like grab his ropes and bring him and sit him up against the wall. Okay, cool. Um, so you you give him the the health potion first. Yes. Okay. Um, his eyes, sorry, his eye uh, flicker flitters open, and he kind of starts to kind of like struggle against the ropes. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give him just to check to see if he can get out. Yeah, natural five. I'm uh, that's a fail against Earth Urkel's athletics DC. So um, before he fully comes to, can I go for my spell? Yeah, go for it. So like he's like he immediately comes to, sees you guys standing over him, starts to struggle with the ropes, but it's just not happening. And then Aaron comes over. What do you do? I walk over and I grab his head where his eye is in between my pointer and thumb and the rest of my palm is on his face. And I say, good morning. <laughs> Holy. And then All I right. cast fear. All right, do I make a will save on fear? Yeah, you make, you make a will save. 
Um, that's that is a critical fail. Oh, oh my gosh, it's two, oh. right? Really? Two. Like, wait, I got a, okay, got a three. I got a three. Natural oh well, three. no, this is okay. This is okay. It says the target is frightened three and fleeing for one round, but he's tied so up. He's just back. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so it, it's like anywhere. he's at that point where it's like, yeah, yeah. He's Huge. he's chosen flight, but he can't go. AKA yeah. learned helplessness. <laughs> That's Damn. fucked up. Good morning. Uh, and then immediately it's just like, I gotta get out of here. Freaking out. Uh, Urkel is going to get in front of the eye with the vision and in one hand. I let go of And it, it dwarfs the monkey. And then in the other hand, he's got an orcish push dagger that he's just twiddling through his fingers. Oh, and man. as, as <laughs> Grau comes to, he says, Twice now you've learned the fragility of life. How you answer these next few questions is going to determine which fork in the road that you take. And just get very serious with him. Damn, you're really good at that. Oh yeah, 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 Zach is too <laughs> good. Really He's too good, good dude. Zach, what, <laughs> really you, good. what were you in a previous life? Come on, dude. Freaking criminal. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> listen. Zach, Zach just admitted on the pre-pod that he's read like a thousand pages of Delta Green. That's yeah, so true. true. Yeah, that's true. true. Oh, that's what it I'm is. Just, yeah. Oh, fucky in the head. Uh, um, getting a little twisted. Okay, so do you give him the truth potion now before the frightened condition goes away? Well, Listen. Zach is trying to demoralize him even further. Oh, right? you're demoralizing yeah. him? Okay. Yeah. And that uh, is a 37. 37. That's, yeah, that's a critical uh, success. Would you serious, oh my God, dude? he's frightened. What, frightened five? Four? Five? Five, because it's two, because it's a key crit failed, or it's a crit success. Yeah. Okay, as Urkel says that, I immediately grab the truth um, potion, pull off the cork, grab the back of Grau's head, shove it in his mouth, and like tilt his head back and make him drink. Oh. It. And then, and then as he's drinking it, I want to say health potion. Oh yeah, no good, so good. I just want yeah, to should we each just take turns mm -hmm. uh, being mean to him to try and further the frightened condition? Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I mean the just the prime, prime the truth, right? Yeah, I mean it won't it won't get any worse than Zach's because the the same type okay. of intimidation won't further uh, frighten him. But what was the? It was a thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So his his passive is like a twenty-five. So that Jeez. that was a critical. Man, yeah. dude. Um. Okay. So truth potion. He's he's frightened five. So that's a minus five, right? Jeez. Yeah, minus and he five. gets a plus fifteen. So here's uh, he's got a he's got a roll. On nine he's got a plus lower. ten. He's got a yeah nine or lower. So oh. it's gonna so be, have a hero point. Be a Can we crack a hero point to make chance to re-roll? No, you can't. I uh, know no villain points. Fifteen, dude. Okay. So that's a thirty. So that's a fail. Damn. Um, but he is scared shitless, you know, and the, for the time being, um, it's just a failed truth potion. Doesn't mean that he's not gonna talk. <laughs> yeah, true, right, true, true, right. true. So, I think yeah, Kaleri's gonna kind of kind of crouch down to his level, um, and say, "Where is Lasloon?" He uh, after the fear and kind of like looking at Urkel holding the monkey and being like, you know, two times now, how you answer this determines. And he just kind of like looks you in the eyes says 
like I said before, in this world, there are the strong and the weak. Sadly, for myself, it's been proven I am no longer strong. And he just kind of like slumps, like he just kind of yeah. like, kind of give you know, uh, relaxes a bit. Doesn't even fight with the uh, the ropes. Looks at Kaleri. I admire your dedication strength not seen fighting like that in many years you wish to know the location of the ruby eyed demon I'll tell you what you want to know he kind of like looks over he like kind of motions his eye over at the table to the side where you see there are some potions. And he says, <coughs> kind of coughs up blood and says, bring me that cloudy potion. <gasps> Cloud show juice. You where she is. <laughs> What'd yeah. you say? Cloud juice. Oh, yeah. What did we, <laughs> did we call it something? Just, milky, white Milk, milky white substance. Milky white substance. Listen, Paizo wrote that. <laughs> that milky me. white, cloudy, good, good. Bring me yeah. that bottle. A on little, the table. just mine. a little viscous. Just the tiniest viscous, bit of viscous. tiniest Ew. bit. It's got a little uh, rubber nipple on it as well. <laughs> <laughs> now drink up. Force feed me that nippled bottle on the <laughs> table. <laughs> Calary, drink that. Now, when you're done drinking it, hand me that book on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Hand me that blanket on the bed. <laughs> tuck me in, and I'll Fine. tell you a story. Never <laughs> read me the book. <laughs> Mike, leave the bottle for fifteen seconds. No more, no less. <laughs> now, can we say a prayer? It's your turn. <laughs> okay. Do you go and fetch the uh, remember juice? I just the have shared memories. Okay. Yeah, I keep... Yeah. Um behind the back pass. And yeah, he motions to like bring it up to his lips so that he can like drink it. Okay, he drinks it. It's about half full. And he says if you were to finish that potion, you'll see where Laslin is. But I warn you, she has stronger allies than the ones she lent me and these alchemical golems. I'm actually going to turn around and hand the potion to Aaron, who, if he sees anything magical or of a weird nature, would be much more likely to be able to tell what's going on than I would. And he would also, I mean, just give the general location, so... Let's toss to him. Uh, well, can we split it like we did? You know, like the, yeah, yeah, the everybody yeah. gets, oh, a little back wash. Okay. gets a little bit. All right. In that case, I and then we all see the pass. dream together. We all take a shot at the same time. <laughs> hey, <laughs> quick little party with Grow. <laughs> Put some outlaw in mine. 
Frizzgeek actually declines. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Aaron drinks two shots. <laughs> More for me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just the the fidelity the fidelity of the image just gets sharper and cleaner. And <laughs> we got 1080p. 60 I went frames. from 720 you, to 1080, baby. You, as you drink it, your eyes kind of, I imagine, uh, flip back, you know, the whites of your eyes, and you are kind of thrown into this, like, memory that's not yours and it's you know very hazy and it's like jumping every like few minutes you know again because it's like your brain trying to process like what's your memory and what's this one that's just being injected in Mm -hmm. um but you see like walking through like a a mountainous region with like no trees just kind of like a um, like rolling hills and and stone rocks and outcroppings and stuff, and then um, going down like a mountain pass almost, and then being brought into this pit, and you see on all four walls of this pit, like rounded walls, um, it's just like super sheer granite all the Mm. way up to the top hundreds of feet tall and then there's thorny um brush and lichen that are growing along the base and all the way up the walls um it appears to be some kind of granite quarry and you look and in this in the bottom of this where you're standing as grau you see there are these four rectangular pits and each pit is covered with these iron bars where you see kind of hands kind of reaching up and being like slapped away with like rods and stuff. And you just hear the sounds of like groaning and like people in these pits. And you see one of the, um, the one of these like bars, there's like a lid on these four containers, these four pits. And one is unlocked with this long metal key popped open. You see Growl going inside and you see uh, like a torch being shown and like all these people in rags kind of scurrying off to the sides of the pit and then brought forth to a corner where you see a shackled Chiron in his humanoid form with a large golden shard protruding from him. And then next to Chiron, Grau turns and you see Lazloon is behind him and she's like pointing to the golden shard in the chest. And then you snap back. And would we get any kind of locational data from this? Like, would we be able to retrace the steps to this quarry or like, is it just an image of the quarry? Um, it's just an image, but as you guys all kind of come to, Growl kind of says, there's a granite quarry, the edge of the Summer Shade Mountain, about 50 miles south, <coughs> south of Kentago. There you'll find 
last loon. Frizzigig was going to say something, right? Oh, yeah, Frizzigig is not in the room. When you come out of it. Oh, oh he leaves. Dips. Okay. All right. Where's... Did anybody see where Frisgig went? No. I did not. I was tripping balls. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I guess Urkel peeks out down the hallway, up and down. Is he in the hallway anywhere? Um, you see, uh, if you look down the hall, um, you see a, a, right at the end of the hall, uh, kind of towards where the landing is, uh, you see uh, Guppy, uh, I think, just kind of standing in the hall, um, very, like, nervously shuffling around. Uh, I think Guppy sees you and, like, motions for you to come. Hold that thought, Growl. I think we need to check on something. Follow me. I look towards the rest of the group. We're just gonna leave this guy? <clears throat> He's not going anywhere. Okay. Unless somebody wants to stay behind. As the two of you are leaving the room, Clary yeah, says, Clary, um, you should stay. <clears throat> I'll I'll be right there. And as you're stepping out, Clary's gonna turn back to Growl. Her face is gonna soften a little bit as she squats down and she says I I have one more thing to ask you Grau have you seen a, an Akujai elf about my age who looks a lot like me in your dealings with the triad at any point Only a Kujai I've seen is back in Mwangi. That's not to say that they might not be there. The only reason I was brought to Lasloon's hideout <clears throat> was to extract that golden shard. It was my task that they paid very highly for me to accomplish. Hmm. Now, is it just Calarian Growl? Yeah. He um, he looks at you and says, "What's to be my fate at the end of all this?" I'm not sure. I'm done dealing as a singular person. I would need to ask the others. But if it were up to me. 
I've come to the point where I don't quite enjoy mindless killing. You'll serve your time as the overseers of this city see fit. But if the others say otherwise, then we'll just have to see. Well, as I said before, I think my time's about up. Used to be a great war hero. That fell through. When my brothers in arms got old and fat, I left thinking my strength and talents carry me elsewhere. Which never really led me here. I have no interest rotting in some cell in this damned city. Now I can tell that truth potion you tried to use on me uh, didn't really work out. But lucky for you, I'll tell you whatever you want to know about the triad. But when we're done, he kind of like motions over again to the table. And that deep red vial. I ask for a sip of that to end things on my own terms. Kaleri, uh, her look is going to change to a little bit disappointed. Um, she's going to stand up. She's going to grab the vial. She's going to put it in her pocket. Turn to Growl and say, Growl, you know, people can change. They can find new meaning a hundred of times throughout a lifetime. But who am I to say whether or not your path continues from here? You tell us what we need to know. I'll make sure you can get out of here in whatever way you want. But for now, I need to go find out what's going on outside this room. I'll be back. And she's going to leave with the vial in her hand and go down the hallway. <clears throat> that was awesome. Nice job, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was just very fun to watch. Mm-hmm. All right, what's going on with Frizz? Um, yeah, uh, you round the corner uh, with with Guppy and Frizzigig is sitting in uh, the middle of just kind of this landing where uh, everyone was fighting. You know, there's some bodies kind of laying around. There's one of these automatons, uh, and he is uh, on his knees on the on the ground. Um, and uh, uh, his uh, like good arm uh, and um, 
his, you know, like fake temporary hand, uh, are at this point covered in blood. And you can tell he's like trying to get it off and he can't, he keeps saying like, I can't, I can't get it. I can't get it. I can't. And for the, he's like, um, uh, um, hyperventilating. Um, can I do a medicine check and try to use some distress tolerance techniques to help lower his heart rate and decrease panic. I say, Frizzy Gig, look at me, meet my eye contact, share humanity with me, breathe in deep through your nose and out through your mouth. Um, he tries to follow your breathing and, and Frizzy Gig says, um, he says, I I tried, I tried to joke about it, but I wasn't okay. I, I, I'm not, I'm not. And then, um, and, and he, uh, looks down at, uh, his hand and his missing hand and, and he says, um, he says, I can't, I can't do it. I can't, um, uh, he, uh, again, tries to kind of like shove the, the blood off of his hands. Um, and, and he, um, uh, and I think he like takes the, he like rips the, the temporary, um, this, uh, what did we say it was a kitchen ladle, uh, that he attached to his arm. Uh, he rips it off and throws it. Um, he says, my hand's gone. Aaron, my hand's gone. I know, Frizz. I don't know where my hand is. I don't know where my sister is. What am I doing here? And he starts, uh, like, going through this loop. Um, uh, and he started trying to breathe with you, but he's uh, back in full panic. I know you're in pain, Frizz. And I can't do anything to take that away from you as much as I wish I could. I don't have any consolidation for you. But just know that you're not alone. We're here with you and we're not leaving. Um, Frizzy Gig uh, slumps, and uh, and and he and he starts to breathe a little steadier. He says, "I, I don't know what to do. I pretended like it didn't bother me, but it did. I don't know what to do." I wasn't supposed to be here and right. I don't <clears throat> No, I know. I know, Frizz. I This was never supposed to happen to any of us. And that definitely wasn't supposed to happen to you. Frizz, I've played the scene in my mind over and over again. You were alone. You were just trying to survive. 
help out others and I left you. And I'm so sorry. It just feels like <clears throat> you didn't ask for this. You didn't ask to be here. You didn't ask for this to happen to you. It feels like somebody stole that from you. Is that right? I didn't want it. I want, I just, I wanted to do the right thing and I don't know what it is anymore. And I just kept pushing forward. I think um, at this point in the conversation, Kaleri kind of walks in. <laughs> she, I guess she probably overheard heard a little bit beforehand, but kind of getting a gist of what was going on. She kind of walks into the middle of the room across from the wall that Frisgig is kind of sitting up on. And she starts like unbuckling part of her victory plate on the right side. There's a big crater in the middle. Kind of does the, the next one up. And she pulls the plate back to show where her massive burn is from the two crits yeah. that she took. Um, yeah. And she looks Frizz in the eye and says, Frizz, I don't know what's right. I don't know what path we're supposed to be following I just try my best to keep going I don't have any answers but one thing's for sure if you hadn't been here over the past however long I wouldn't be either you've saved my life more times than I can count whether or not this hero thing is what you're cut out for is for you to decide. But all I know is that I owe you my life. And she closes the breastplate, uh, the breastplate and kind of sutures it back up. We all do. Frizzy gig. From the very first time we entered that castle on the hill, you've been there by our side. Whether it's healing us, saving us, or dealing out massive amounts of damage to our foes, you've, your impact is great. And it's hard to see when you're thick of it, when the haze is around you, when Everything seems to be crashing down. But you've been here for us. And you've saved us. If you don't want to do this anymore, and you don't have to, you can go wherever you want. You can be whatever you need to be. If that's back home with Jeremiah, I would understand. I can't even imagine what it's like to go through a lot of the things that you've had to endure. 
but I support you, Frizzigig, in whatever way you need. Um, Frizzigig's breathing is slowing down and, and getting a little more even, and he takes a big breath and he says, I think about him every time I get mad. But we went to get Aaron back, I got so angry. I killed that man. I killed him because I wanted to, because I was mad. Why did I do that? You know, for I think we need to go. Yeah, that's fine. All right. I'll finish things up with Growl and we can get out of here. Yeah, we can go. Clary's going to walk back to the back room where Growl is still sitting. Aaron's She's going gonna... to quickly loot. <laughs> <laughs> and open open the last door. Yeah. Open the last um, door while I'm doing it. Okay. Um <clears throat> yeah, Kaleri, you get to growl, and he's just, you know, just sitting there staring out the uh the window, just like at the skyline. Um sun is getting close to setting, you know. And you walk in. Doesn't even like look at you. Says, Is that goblin all right? Left in a hurry when you all remembering. That's none of your concern. Ground. Yeah, fuck off from the other room. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's none of your concern, Growl. Although I didn't take you as the caring type. Less caring, more interested. Well, the only thing that I care about at this point is the information that you have about the triad. We are running a little low on time ourselves, but she holds up the vial. Anything that you know, of all the things you know, that you would deem the most important, now would be the time to tell. All right. The Scarlet Triad, I assume by now, has its clutches in many countries of Galarian. From what I've heard from Lasloon, you've dealt a significant blow by killing off one of its lead members. Don't know what happened there, but I can tell they're a bit shaken. As for motive, 
you should know. They're after something in your castle. They wouldn't tell me what it was. But their main goal is to get to what's inside. The fact that you are here, well, they'd be very happy to know that. Do they, Ground? Do they know? If they do, I didn't know of it. I was pleasantly surprised to run into you here in this tower. Rubbing me the wrong way how things ended back in the jungle. <clears throat> now, you should know they're equally interested in this gold shard. in our draconian friend at the quarry. They wouldn't tell me what it was. And even after all my digging, I couldn't make sense of it. But if you look over there <clears throat> in my study, you'll see that it would take a expert healer and surgeon to extract such an object from its host without killing them. Appears they have some sort of deal with the dragon's father that mm. they can't afford to let his son die on their hands. Other than that, I'm afraid I can only warn you that if you truly seek to go to war with this organization, it'll only get more difficult from here. <laughs> oh, and expect giants at the quarry. Oh my god. Gosh, dude. Oh, giant warning. Huge. Giant warning. Oh. Um, Galeric kind of clinches her fist and her teeth as well at the mention of the dragon and his father. But as Grau finishes speaking, I'm assuming still not having turned around to look Galeric in the eye. Galeric is going to uncork the bottle place it on the table and say it's just between the two of us but a promise is a promise and she's going to turn around and as she's walking out she's going to say you know growl not everything is about weakness and strength there's far more to this life that's worth living than either of those regardless of where you are or who you are but if we're going to talk weakness and strength, 
I think by not drinking this vial, you regain some of the strength you might have felt you've lost. But anyway, what you do next is up to you. And just so we're clear, you're not gonna explode when you drink that, right? I'll make sure to uh, undo this. He kind of looks down at his like big chunky breastplate with like tubes and wires and stuff. And he kind of like looks at the like smoke going out the hole and says, I've had enough of theatrics today. Before you leave, uh, take a look at that door. And then he just kind of like leans back and just like rests his head and like closes his eye. <laughs> Glary walks out and right as she gets to the door, um, she's going to say one last thing before she leaves Growl. Um, she's going to say, Well, Growl, it was a pleasure to meet you in battle again, no matter how much I or the rest of my party hates your guts. It would be a little too poetic to see you a third time, I assume. So if these are your last moments on this plane, say hello to Phrasma for me. Yo, dude. Goodbye. She's going to head out the door. All right. Very good. Um, I'm going to give... Uh, I would like to give... Ronnie a hero point yeah. and Silas for really good RP yeah. this session. <clears throat> Thanks. Um, gonna need that. Thank Aaron, you. as you are looting, um, I just for the sake of everything, I'm just gonna read off what you guys loot. That way we can kind of just go with the story. Um, Thank you. But you guys are going to get. Um, you know, there's some plus one short swords. There's some good manacles, blah, 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 that these guys had on them. Um, but on um, Growl's person or in his bag that Urkel has. Galarian's okay, um, like, goodbye, Growl. Just yanking no, stuff no. off of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Urkel in the bag, you were going to find there is... Um, the green cape of Montebank. <gasps> Hello? Um, you are going to find, I'm assuming, <laughs> awkward as it may be, but Claire, you do take these off of Growl. Um, you are going to acquire a pair of winged boots. <gasps> Whoa! Mm. Winged boots. Nice. Say hello to Phrasma for me. Run them damn Jordans, bro. Yeah. <laughs> As you're just unlacing his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> say hello to Phrasma for me. Again, we'll say that happened like before all of the good RP. Uh, and then also. As he wakes up, he's like, where are my shoes? It's yeah. just his little goblin toes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, you do find um, a, a greater skeleton key. Yo, <laughs> that's fun. Amazing, dude. I almost bought one of those at one point. I think. Yeah, and um, and then basically like in this whole tower, there's just like a bunch of good elixirs and poisons. 
uh, three dust of disappearances, which is what they were yes, using. Yes, dude. Huge. Elixirs of life, all that stuff. I'm going to add to your inventory on our loot sheet. So, um, as well as I will say, Aaron and Frizz, you do see that there are on the person, there are like little pouches of this weird dust that looks to be yeah. like a poison that has to be exhaled or inhaled or whatever. Um, that you think is the cause of of what's been happening to the prisoners. Um, and in his notes or on the notes of the triad agents, um, they are calling it addle brain. So Whoa, dude. it is a very rare poison called addle brain. Hmm. That's pretty tight. Did, so also, and we open this door. Not yet. Next? And then, okay. uh, Frizz, you'll also get, you know, recipes for all of these and stuff. So Ooh. amazing. Um, but now that you guys have acquired all and looted, looted the tower, you approach this last door and, you know, you use either the skeleton key or the key that one of the agents had and you unlock it and you see. Um, there is a desk kind of facing the door and you see there is a very tall slender gaunt man that, what there's somebody here that is sitting at the desk and you can see they're like manacled multiple times to the desk to the chair whatever uh, very pale and basically only wearing, you know, like not rags, but, you know, kind of like prisoner clothes, like undergarments, I would say. And all over them, up and down their arms, all over their legs, up into their thighs, everything. You just see tons and tons of scars all over them, even on their face and everything. And this, Aaron, you would say this is, looks like a very devout Zon Cthonite. And as the door opens, and it's like pretty dark room, like there's nothing on. Um, but you see on the table, the desk that he's chained to, there's all kind of alchemical stuff. But it looks like he has been making one thing um, that you, in the pack that you've gotten, identify as Shadow Essence. And he looks at you and then looks directly at Aaron and he says, I believe you're wearing my robes. And that's the end of this episode. Oh, sick. Yo. Oh, Yo, back in the yeah, land of Why can't a wizard loot these days? Come I on. Forgot how much I love oh, first it's the case of Montebank. Then it's my robe. So Aaron's just naked. Everything You're Aaron loots, he has robes. to give back. Are you wearing my robes, Aaron? Give them back, please. The underoos as well. <laughs> <laughs>